You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. Have you ever looked for something so diligently that you're certain you've lost it? It's gone forever. You can't ever find it. But you've turned over the whole house, every nook and cranny, and you still can't find it. Yeah, and it shows up someplace you already looked. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> you just never saw it. <laughs> or someplace you totally didn't bother checking because you swore, oh, it shouldn't be there. Right. Yeah. Well, that happened to us recently with uh, your computer cord. Right. And um, we couldn't find it. So much that... We got to the point where we we're about to order a new one because we couldn't find it. And then I see the price. It's like $20 for a new one. <laughs> okay, we got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say, we got to the point where we were at each other's throats. And we were just so angry. Where's this thing at? Well, that's it. Admittedly, we did get into <laughs> intense fellowship over where did the computer cord go? I know. It just doesn't you know, grow feet and walk off. Well, the funny thing is... You were certain that you hadn't taken it. I was certain I hadn't taken it. And so we were really confused, like, where where did it go? And then we eventually found it. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, it, it's my computer. And <laughs> I always keep the charging cord with the computer. You know, it kind of makes sense. The two go together. Maybe. Cord, computer. Yeah. And, hey, this cord's missing. And I'm like, well... What'd you I've do with? I've looked in the outlets. I've <laughs> looked where my computer is and it's not, it's nowhere. It's no, wherever I had the computer last, it's not there. Yeah. You know, the typical mom thing, well, where'd you leave it last? So yeah. I started there first. Where did I leave it? Mm-hmm. And it was nowhere to be found. So of course I was like, did you move it? Where did it go? And we finally found it. In the snack drawer. So yeah. why did you put it in the snack drawer? You know, I'm thinking you did it. (laughs) I did not do it. Now, the reason why she thinks that I did it is because she found the cord neatly wrapped up and tied with the Velcro strap. I never use that little stinking Velcro piece. I absolutely hate it because, you know, when you go to plug it into your computer, it's right there, like going, you know, right in the way. I hate it. I can't stand that piece. So I never wrap it up because I just don't want anything to do with that. I just... You know, I need to cut it off, actually. But this cord, when you found it, it was so neatly wrapped and the Velcro piece was used and everything. So that's how I know I did not touch it last. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if I did wrap it up properly, um, I didn't put it in the snack drawer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that got us to talk in about the times when you're looking for something and you're so certain that you know where it should be, but it's not. And of course, that brings up the story of Jesus when he was 12 years old and his parents lost him. Right. I, we only lost a cord so yeah. far. I mean, we've got a few years left to Could you imagine losing lose the savior of the world? That's a pretty big charge against you. <laughs> Nevertheless, losing your, your child. I mean, have you ever had that feeling for a second of just like, wait, you look and where's, where's actually one time I had the baby in my arm. I had taken her out of the car seat and then I had forgotten. I'm looking for her. Wait, where's Cody? <laughs> and she's in my arms. But that panic sets in. Oh no, where's my child? That must have been how Mary and Joseph felt when they realized Jesus wasn't with them. So the story is found in Luke chapter 2, and Mary and Joseph and the family are headed to Jerusalem for the Passover, and this is when everybody all gathers together, goes to Jerusalem to hold Passover together. So this is an entire community really traveling together from Nazareth, 
family, women, children, men, everybody. And typically the women and children walk in front while the men walk behind as the women and children set the pace. So they all arrive together. And then it's very easy for Mary to think, Oh, um, Jesus must be with Joseph and Joseph thinking, Oh, Jesus must be up with Mary and the children. Um, hmm. but he wasn't with anyone. Actually, that's a really interesting point because we hadn't talked about this before. Um, Jesus was 12 years old. So yeah. in Jewish culture, it's my understanding. We're, we're mm-hmm. not Jewish, but uh, when you reach a certain age, you become a, an adult. You're considered a man. Yeah. So it would have been interesting for her to think at 12 yep. that he's with the men and him to think, at 12, he's still considered a boy because mm-hmm. it's right around the age of 12 or 13, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, which all the more leads to the confusion as to where would he have been because mm-hmm. I'm sure he had friends that, that weren't of age yet. So sure. it's like maybe he's with them. Um, yeah, I mean, that just kind of explains those to why you kind of think, how do you lose your son? Well, that's how. I mean, it's, it's so many people at all together and everyone's looking out for each other. Sure. So you're not thinking that you're really in danger. Right. Um, until you really go to find him and you realize that nobody knows where he is. Well, they went a day's journey, it says. So I guess that they were probably winding down for the evening and then yeah. realized, uh-oh. Yeah. So imagine that feeling. You've lost your child and now you've looked everywhere. You can't find him. In fact, the scripture says um, when they had, fu- this is two, Luke 2, 43, when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey and they sought him among their kinfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking him. And it came to pass, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. Yeah, that's actually interesting, because when I was reading it, I highlighted a couple of those verses that stood out to me. Verse 44, it says, But supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among the relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers and listening to them, asking questions. At the beginning of this verse, it says, but supposing him to be. And that has a very similar sound to it, right? Where else do we have this verse where it starts off supposing him to be? Mm. It's found in um, John chapter 20, verse 15. Jesus said to her, why are you weeping? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. So we've got this verse. Supposing him to be. Correct. The gardener. Yeah. So we have Mary Magdalene, and then the other one's Mary, the mother of Jesus. But we have both of them supposing him to be. Wow. Something. And he wasn't there. Correct. In uh, Luke, it actually says they had went a day's journey, mm-hmm. but then further down it says, and after three days, they found him in the temple. So it's just really interesting that after three days in, yeah. in the tomb, Jesus arose as well. Well, it, the whole thing is a picture of Jesus Christ and the crucifixion and the resurrection because they thought they lost Jesus. As a boy, at 12 years old, they thought we lost him. And then when he died on the cross, they thought we lost him. And then they thought he would be somewhere, and he wasn't. Right. (laughs) They thought he would be in the tomb, and he wasn't. And then three days later, they found him. And then with the resurrection, three days later, they found him. So the whole thing is a picture of 
the crucifixion and the resurrection, the power of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, um, in James, it says that we're not to plan. It says, yet do you not know what tomorrow will bring? What is your life? You're, you're but a vapor. And then that just confirms that here they had expected a certain way and they were on their, their journey home. You know, they planned to that. They planned mm-hmm. to leave on a specific day. And I'd like to think Jesus actually knew of those plans. He yeah. wasn't, he wasn't caught off guard, but it was their plan and they had left Jesus out of their plan. That's true. Um, the other thing that we find when they finally find Jesus, where do they find him? In the temple. That's right. It says in verse 49, he said unto them, how is it that ye sought me? Was ye not that I must be about my father's business? And so Jesus was in the temple doing his father's will. And Mary and Joseph thought that they were looking for him in the right places, but they weren't. Right. And for our spiritual application today, it has me thinking, how many times are we looking for answers? We're looking for something. And we think that we've looked in all the right places. We think we've exerted all of our options. In fact, with Jesus in this situation, it says that, you know, Mary and Joseph sought him, but they sought him amongst the people. And that wasn't where he was. So they were looking in the wrong places. And I don't know how many times we ourselves are also looking for answers to our problems, but we're looking in the wrong, in the wrong places. Sure. And the moral of this story here is that we've got to take it to God. And so that's where we should go for our answers and say, okay, if, if I'm looking for an answer on this situation, let me go to the word. Let me go to God in prayer. Let me cry out and ask for wisdom and understanding. Because at the end of the day, that's what Jesus was doing. It says in verse 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, which that statement's pretty amazing in itself because it shows that Jesus Christ has indeed set aside his, his divinity and taken on his humanity as fully human, but also fully God, and had to grow in wisdom, just like you and I have to grow in wisdom. I think it's interesting also, though, in verse 49, he says, um, how is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Mm -hmm. So that leads me to question, was he there when they left? Or did they just not think that that's where he would be first, you know? Mm -hmm. Is it something that when when they left, they knew, hey, Jesus is in the temple. We got to grab him before we go. You know, we'll do that. Like the kids are out back playing in the sandbox. We need to go ahead and get them ready before we go. Um, Or is it that they just didn't think, where would Jesus be? Let me think about this. Where is it most (laughs) likely that he would be? Where if we're wondering where our kids at, where are they most likely going to be? Well, Oakley's probably going to be in the snack drawer because she loves her treats. And, you know, Eli's going to be playing with his toys upstairs. That makes me wonder if they didn't seek God first for that answer. Where would Jesus be? Where should I Mm -hmm. find him? Because when they went in their own strength, they went a day's journey out. But then when they came back, they had to search for three days. So they were looking in all the wrong places, and it set them back. When you think about it, where was Jesus for those three days? He wasn't catching up with them. Right. He was still in the temple and three days later he was in the temple. So, you know, here they are looking and uh, wasting time for lack of better term. You know, God uses our decisions for his for his glory. You know, we have our plans. We set our path. We think we're doing what we need to do. But ultimately, God knows what he has planned for us. That's true. 
And the other example we have is that um, just how Jesus handles the things. It says that they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And look at the wisdom of a 12-year-old in that, hearing them and asking them questions. So here we find the wisdom of Jesus practicing active listening, hearing the people, truly listening to people, and then asking them questions. And that's just a, a, a display of wisdom all in of itself right there. And how we, too, should be asking questions and listening. What has God said? Right. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it has us remembering that if we're looking for something, if we're looking for answers on a tough decision, then let's not forget to look for Jesus. And where are we going to find Jesus? In his word. He's already given us his spoken word, everything we need to know to live this life to the fullest. So let's turn to the word of God for our answers. Don't leave Jesus behind, right? Exactly. Exactly. 